When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I need information I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. 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 Uh, Tommy Chong says that Felicity Huffman has nothing to worry about in federal prison. Mm. He said, quote, there's no punishment. You get a computer. You get a nice, comfortable cubicle. You're in there with nice, intelligent people. So, oh, yeah, mm, I, I think just overall, nobody wants to be in prison, uh, whether or not it's comfortable. <laughs> um, well, maybe she'll get some me time. You know, I was reading about Mike, the situation who's now in prison. Yes, he's being he's buffing up. He oh. can send emails. His girlfriend can come visit. All of the cast of Jersey Shore has come to see him. Yes. Like mm. I saw pictures of him. You it's know, like camp. He put he put some pictures on Instagram or somebody did of them yeah. together. He daily communicates with his cast members. See, I'm just glad that they all get along still, you know, because, well, Ronnie wasn't in the picture, was he? Mm-hmm. No, but Ronnie still, wasn't there. Yeah. But either way, you know, I mean, he went to jail for a reason. He didn't mm-hmm. pay taxes for a very long time. How people think they can get away with that, I don't know. It's like, no matter what, the government's going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. All right. Like Felicity Huffman. Same thing. You know, I just want to know where these people get money to buy things like this. Uh, the rapper from one of the Ring Pops, the Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner exchange when they got married in Las Vegas, is on eBay. As of last the night, the rapper, bi- the rapper with the to- W. <laughs> yes. As of last night, the bidding was over four thousand dollars. Oh no! For a Ring Pop rapper. No. Now, if you have $4,000 to spend on something like this, please do something else with it. Give it to charity. Don't oh. buy a ring pop. I wonder if rapper. Kevin was the one that posted it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like picking stuff up from the floor. Okay. We're going to make oh, no. some money with this. Oh, boy. Um, have you ever been uh, felt up by the TSA screening people? <laughs> because Diana Ross was, oh, Alexis. No. Um, I have. It wasn't that bad. I, you know, got stopped and, and it wasn't yeah, that I've big been wanted, of a deal. But yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, I, they felt me all over the place and I'm like, hey. Oh. <laughs> anyway, Diana Ross did not feel the same way. She said she felt violated over the, uh, the top TSA screening in New Orleans. That's where I'm going for my vacation. Where the, the female agent had her hands between her legs. Uh, the TSA said they're going to investigate, but from their initial review of the surveillance video, it looks like the agent followed all protocols. It's routine, yeah. It's just, it's real quick, you know. 
I don't know. I think that yeah. sometimes um, people, celebrities feel like they're untouchable, literally. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so she did not want to put up with that. Um, all right. That's the latest story. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Excuse me, sir. It's 7. 7. 7. Time for Jason and Alexis in the mornings. Here is an illustrated summary of the new, new, new. 7 Headlines at 7. What news do you bring? I've got about 7 different things going on now. Give me at least 7. And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> What's going on this morning? What's going on this morning? I'm going to tell you. Alexis and Dawn just gave you the dirt, and now I am going to give you the details in our legendary 7 at 7. One. First up, let's start local. Happening today at the state capitol, debate begins on two dueling tax bills. As lawmakers now have just two weeks to strike a deal on key issues, a conference committee will meet this morning to discuss the House and Senate tax bills, hoping to find common ground. It's one of several key budget bills that needs to be worked out by the end of the session on May 20th. Police, meanwhile, are searching for multiple suspects after a violent weekend across the Twin Cities. Five people were shot in three days in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Two of the shootings uh, in St. Paul were deadly, including one in the parking lot of Johnny Johnny Baby's Bar. Another shooting on St. Paul's North, uh, North End left a man dead on Friday. A suspect is behind bars. Three. A state lawmaker is facing charges this morning after being arrested in St. Paul over the weekend. Representative Matt Grossel, a Republican from Clearbrook, was booked for trespassing at a hospital where he was taken after allegedly making a scene at a hotel bar. Four. Happening today, officials from MSP International will discuss plans for a $15 minimum wage. The Metropolitan Airports Commission recently started looking at ways to boost the minimum wage for all airport workers. This comes after years of protests by workers demanding higher pay. Five. Turning to national news and politics, President Trump says Robert Mueller should not testify before Congress. Democrats want Mueller to appear before the House Judiciary Committee next week. But the president made it clear in a series of tweets over the weekend that he opposes that. President Trump's new position puts him at odds with Attorney General William Barr, who said he has no objection to Mueller testifying. Six. Meanwhile, the president's former attorney heads to prison today. Michael Cohen is starting a three-year sentence for campaign finance violations, tax evasion, bank fraud, and lying to Congress. He faces a 2 p.m. deadline to report to a minimum security prison camp near New York City, which has become a haven for white-collar criminals. Seven. And finally, Disney World is preparing for huge crowds with the opening of the new Star Wars land. Star Wars Galaxy Edge is set to open at the end of August at Disney World. And to accommodate all the fans, Hollywood Studios is adding more time for guests to enjoy the park. They're introducing extra magic hours from 6 to 9 a.m. It'll last through November 2nd. Meanwhile, Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland in California will be trying out reservations. And as Dawn told you on Friday, all the reservations for the first couple weeks were uh, not sold out, but they were booked in under two hours. And that's the way it is. And that is the way that it is for this Monday, May 6, 2019. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on MyTalk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day, which she's not threatening to leave me to become a full-time Dolly Parton historian, ladies and gentlemen, Alexis Thompson. Bye, y'all. Gotta go. Bye. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Tom McLean. Good morning. 
Good morning to all of you. It is 7.07. Please raise your glass, take a sip of your beverage, and let's start the show. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to a new Cheers. week. My Talk 1071 is a proud partner of Shot Till You Drag, produced by Flip Phone Events. It's 2019's biggest drag show in a mall. Yes. Coming to Rosedale <laughs> Center on Sunday, May 19th, starting at 2.30. Tickets are on sale now or listen to our 3 to 6 show for your chance to win VIP seats, uh, You can, which includes a meet and greet with some of your favorite queens. Plus, uh, you'll get to meet show host Carson Cressley. So there we go. Details on that at mytalk1071.com. Good morning. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Wonderbar. 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 Don, how you doing? I'm doing great. Fantastic. Uh, we got that Gail King news. Uh, you know what? Let's just do that right now. I'll, mm-hmm. I was going to mention my Taco Bell intervention, but we have plenty of time for that. <laughs> just uh, a, a few moments ago, because this is now uh, a top trending topic. Just a few minutes ago, uh, the folks, well, it's happening now, actually. that uh, happened about an hour ago in New York. was just announced that Nora O'Donnell will be the third woman, only third woman, to be the anchor of the CBS Evening News. And uh, John Dickerson, who was hosting CBS this morning, is moving uh, to 60 Minutes full-time. Gail King will be staying put, uh, and she will be surrounded by uh, Anthony or Anthony Mason and uh, Tony DeCopel, who's fairly new to CBS and a younger, kind of younger guy and very good, fantastic storyteller. Well, we were laughing uh, that we didn't think that Gail and Nora would ha- uh, talk about all the rumors, Yeah, but uh, they did. Uh, Gail, in the middle of the announcement, Gail uh, talked about the rumors that they don't get along. Here's a little bit of that. Your read isn't even true. And can I just take a minute to just go off script about that? Yeah. <laughs> here we were Thursday. I know I'm supposed to stick to the script, but I, I just got to say this. Here we Thursday, I'm flying to London to do the Royal. We're working on a primetime Royal special. The news breaks 1.30. The Gail is elbowing. Nora is insisting that Nora leave uh, CBS this morning. It's so amazing to me, Nora, that after seven years together, that now people would say that you and I have some beef. I have mm. no beef with you. You have okay. no beef with me. Tina Brown summed it up very nicely. She said this never happens to men, mm-hmm. this kind of uh, cutthroat business, that the, the reality is it's two great jobs for two great women, she said. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I also think I know that that's true. I look at Susan Zarinsky, who, if you haven't heard outside the building, is a badass in our building. She's our new CBS president. And when she announced that she was t- when it was announced she was taking this job in January, she said there's going to be some changes. There's going to be some changes. She's going to look at the lay of the land and decide she could have come in here with a weed whacker and we'd all be on 57th Street going taxi. But what she decided to do was take a look and see what she thought would work best right. and what job would suit our role. You know, this is a a business about ratings, and when the ratings don't work, they make changes. And so they're making changes that they hope will lead to better things. And I I believe, I'm with you, I'm going to give it 110% too. Yeah. As will you, John. Yeah. As will you. you. you We're all very excited about it. You gave me some great advice, and Oprah gave me some great advice not to listen to those in the the cheap seats. It's not the critic who counts. Yeah. And I know you have Oprah, but I want to thank you for being my work BFF. Thank you. You have made me better. 
in everything I have done. Well, so. I don't know about that. You know, even going to Washington. <laughs> I don't know about that. Hey, yeah, you know yeah let me weigh in. Yeah. Even going Except to Washington. I know Kirby says, Mom, please don't talk too long because most people don't even know what you're talking about. They're not following this the way you are. Yeah. But it has bothered me because even, you know, we've had a lot of bad press coming from inside the building, which I think is very disturbing to me because I think most people that work here support, respect, admire each other, cheer each other on. Even going to Washington was Susan Zerinsky's idea, not yours, but I think that it makes it will make everything better and different. So I am cheering you on, and I, in the words of Grace Tracy, your daughter, we all want to crush it like a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a very classy way for Gail King to handle the rumors that she, that she is elbowing Nora off of CBS this morning, which is ridiculous. Yes, it's for not. seven years they've worked together. No, nothing, nothing like this has ever been reported. Do you think that there'd be something? Yes. So. Now, a lot Again. of those tabloids, uh, by the way, just to get an insight on how they operate, a lot of them were controlled by Harvey Weinstein. You know, yep. so because mm. he silenced a lot of those people into not talking about all the issues with him over the years. So if that goes to show you yep. what kind of mindset they're into. There great, you go. great point, Don. I just she's right. Well, we said it last week. Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's I, I, it's sexism. It's sexism mm-hmm. in the writing of these stories. It really is because you don't hear this about, uh, you know, uh, Lester Holt and whoever or. Uh, George Snuffleupagus and John Dickerson. It's not. It's not sexy. It doesn't sell papers to say that the the two dudes are fighting. Mm-hmm. But oh, oh, we have we have an Alexis and Crystal situation. You know, come on, <laughs> right? There ain't no damn lily ponds. That's oh. ain't the eighties. Anyway. I wonder how Jeff Glore feels this morning. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah, because Nora, if you just tuned in, Nora O'Donnell's taking over the CBS Evening News. Uh, Jeff Glore, who does it now, is uh, quote unquote still talking to CBS about his role. So. That that just means yeah. that he they don't know what to do with him, um, as Lori would say to Hollywood speak that they're trying to figure out a role because mm-hmm. it's you know it's a demotion. I mean it's it's a it's a blow to the ego for just being very honest. So mm. what do you do? You know what I mean? Uh, do you stay at the network? Do you try something new? So I don't know, yeah. but I'm excited. I have to admit I'm excited um, to watch Nora. I'm I'm excited to watch Nora on the CBS Evening News. I may start recording it again like I did <laughs> during the Katie Couric years. Oh, yeah. oh no. I love when Come they mix in. it up, though, especially with the new, a new boss coming in and saying, all yep. right, I'm going to make my mark, and this seems like a good one. I, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, 7.14, when we come back, everybody, uh, we're going to mix it up by going to the kingdom, Alexis's animal kingdom, next. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on MyTalk1071 and streaming on our app at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McLean. Okay, people, get your safari outfits on. <laughs> Look, Simba, everything the light touches is Alexis's kingdom. Live, live, live at the Animal News Desk, My Talk's Alexis Thompson. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the kingdom you are in right now, and that kingdom is named <laughs> Alexis's Animal Kingdom. Good morning. Oh, good morning, friend. We have to start with the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh Lord. It's a, yes. It was a historic finish. The race itself is a mile and a quarter. It's the fastest two minutes in sports. And, wow, Country House eventually wins the Kentucky Derby. But... This is after Maximum Security, which was the favorite to win, was disqualified. Yes. This has never Colin, happened. Ever. Colin was trying to explain this to me in the car. I was driving like, okay, I'm not. So what happened? Okay, so um, Maximum Security was making its making his way uh, to to the the front and okay. instead of going he went on the outside of the pack and ended up winning, but the uh, the the folks at on the country house team said that he interfered and there was some contact foul so that disqualified him from the race now this is they spent 20 minutes the officials deciding mm. that this was the final he basically didn't stay in here. his lane he didn't say yeah basically oh, and, and on the outside is out yeah he got spooked mm-hmm. uh, poor guy I feel bad. <laughs> he got oh, scared. So and on top of that, it was a wet, rainy day. So the, the track was sloppy. There, um, there were still more than 150,000 fans were at Churchill Downs. And it just, so when you add all of that together, it just turns into a mess of a race. Oh, poor baby horse. I feel so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> and this has never happened before? Ever. No. Ever, ever in the history of what they've done this 145 years now. Oh my gosh. So it, to well, call interference. Ooh. And I heard that the owner of Maximum Security isn't ruling out an appeal. Right. Mm, well, I don't yeah. Quite There's know a lot of money involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the guaranteed purse was uh, $3 million. Oh. So, yeah, that makes a huge difference. Our president even tweeted about it, and he thinks that he does not like the decision. He wanted maximum security to win as well. You probably mm. have money on it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yep. Uh, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> we'll be because getting a Max- call later today. It's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maximum security was the horse, the favorite, a nine to two. So that Ooh. was, I bet that being is... there was pretty dramatic to wait 20 minutes to get the final score, the, the results. Yeah. Ooh. Oh my goodness! That is some drama right there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. For a sport that really doesn't need any drama, it's already yeah, very, very quick fast. and very dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened with the Kentucky Derby over the weekend. Okay. Well, let's go from horses to donkeys. Okay. okay. Good transition. Like <laughs> there we yeah. go. The little burrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, in the middle of the road in South Carolina, uh, South. Southern California, a three-day-old donkey was found separated from her mom, and she had a little cut on her hind quarters. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
So the trooper came and they lured her to the side, thank goodness, to get her out of traffic. Well, it, they're not really sure exactly what happened other than she had this wound on her back legs that was caused by barbed wire. It's not oh. life-threatening, um, but she was in the middle of, of the road and without her mom. So some vets in the area, one who already fosters two donkeys, yeah. has taken the, the donkey to make sure that she, you know, recovers okay and, you know, has other donkeys to learn how to be a donkey. And because that's part of this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, if you, you gotta, put a, her in with alpacas, she might just start. She might think she's wool an alpaca. And start yeah. spitting and stuff, you know? <laughs> and wonder why her yeah. fur isn't as lush, you know? And they're really hoping right now that Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know, from Walking Dead, he's Negan from a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. He has a farm. And remember, he gave a forever home to the donkey and the emu that were connected. Oh, and yeah. their owner had abandoned them, Jack and Diane. So they're hoping that he'll adopt this donkey too. Say a little ditty. <laughs> but Jack and Diane. There you go. Two American kids, kids growing up, up in the, the heartland. Oh my god! Nice, Nellen Camp. So Thank where? You. Um. So it's just. Do you think the donkey just got out of the fence, Alexis, or what? What they're, is your, they're not really sure. And what is I, your professional theory, I, Lex? A three-day-old donkey is probably so cute. It, it didn't know what to do. I mean, it was pushed mm-hmm. either pushed over the barbed wire. I, I can't imagine the owner, the human owner, doing that, no. pushing it out, separating it from its mom right away. Uh, so maybe it just got lost and... They tried to find the owner, but they couldn't. Oh, so it's going to end up like Dexter. Weird. It's going to be the Dexter donkey. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. Oh, oh. oh but Poor hey, thing. it's been saved. Time quarters are now, uh, you know, getting the treatment that it needs and hopefully will be adoptable soon. But being three days old, it was probably so confused. Oh, yeah. God. Like, Mommy, I'm hungry. <laughs> Help me. Am I a platypus? What am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, 726. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Alexis's Animal Kingdom returns right after that. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. That, that little is, donkey. That's, uh, we are the home of donkeys that think they're llamas. It's Jason and Alexis <laughs> in the morning. On my talk on I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. Okay. Uh, Alexis, uh, we yes. continue Animal Kingdom. What else do we have for this Monday? Now, we've heard about when pigs fly, right? That's right. Well, how about they when... Don't, no, yeah. They don't. know. What about when turtles fly? Mm. Oh, I like a turtle. Yes. Well, a they man in South Carolina, <laughs> he was just driving along, doing his thing, mm-hmm. Get, mm-hmm. commuting wherever he was going, yeah. and he was surprised when a flying turtle came crashing through his windshield. Oh. A flying turtle? Yes. Did somebody just throw it? That's what I thought, like a Frisbee. (laughs) Well, first of all, okay, the turtle didn't make it. All right, guys. Yeah, I mean. I hope it gets better. Hit the windshield and uh, actually, this story really doesn't. Sorry about that. Other than (laughs) that, I can't believe just the, the, how this ended up happening is what's crazy. So a car in front of him, a truck struck a turtle. And the way that he hit the turtle with its rear tire, flung it into the air and started spinning like a saucer. 
What? <laughs> yeah. And at the angle that it hit his windshield, he didn't know exactly what it was in the in the beginning. Then, of course, it created this large hole. Uh, it died on impact, mm. and all he could see was this big black dot coming at him. The guy's what? okay, but the windshield oh. and the turtle not okay. Oh. What in the world happened? I mean, <laughs> well, the guy in front of him hit it, and then it just spun off and then hit the and second it car. Hit it was like the, the perfect yeah. angle that just, like, the geometry of that. I'm like, wow. Oh, oh solving How for does X, that Lex. work with the force? Of, yep, solving for yeah. X every mm-hmm. day, friends. Yeah, whether you're throwing a turtle or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $2,000 to repair it. God. Oh, my God. So. That's a lot of, that's a, hey. Uh, I had that goose hit my windshield when I, yes. I had my, my Ford uh, Focus uh, destroyed my windshield. Oh, that was, no. Yeah, yeah. Goose hit uh, that goose hit so my windshield. That is so terrifying. Oh, it was. Believe me, it was oh, terrifying. God, yeah. I would so, pee my pants. Yeah, I think I probably did. Well, especially being so close to your face. Yeah, mm. that was horrible. Horrible, body. horrible. There's nothing yeah. really you can do. I mean, all of a sudden there's a animal flying towards you. It's like, yeah. Were you on the right side uh, so you could pull over? Yeah, I was. Oh, and, you know, God. I had learned from uh, my buddy, uh, Jeff Ballion, who's a reporter over here at Channel 9, that the birds that season, for whatever reason, I was one of about four or five uh, people that's that spring, that summer that had reported and they couldn't Goose figure aside. out. Well, they couldn't <laughs> figure out what what was. But Canadian geese were flying lower. Yeah. There was a there was a problem with the geese getting off track and not following their normal trajectories. Oh, and they were fought, and I was again one of four within just a few weeks. Wow. And they couldn't figure out, I don't know if they ever did, what was going on. But yeah, I, I was number four. And they're like, Geese, go higher, girl. Go higher. Don't be flying around <laughs> like too much to eat. Yeah, or something. A little fat. Too much at the old, the oh. old, the old country buffet. It's not as interesting up there, fat ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it wasn't as aerodynamic oh. when you go no. through the buffet three or four times. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh yeah. my gosh! Speaking of the buffet, we might see maggot sausages in the future. <gasps> oh. oh. Good morning, everybody. Uh, <laughs> oh, put your breakfast down. Sorry, put friends. Put your breakfast down. Yeah. Mm. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, yeah what? there's some food oh, scientists yes. in Australia. They are now incorporating insects like maggots and locusts into a variety of specialty foods, sausages, a whole bunch of different protein source, you know, meats, including mm. maggots and some other insects. They've actually made a very tasty. No. Now, this is what the scientists mm. said. No. No. Insect ice cream. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. No. I was like, no. that doesn't well, go together. No, 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 no. Don't speak. Don't speak. No, no, Don't speak. No, no, no. I shan't. I shan't. I shan't be putting that in my mouth. No, 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 no. Oh, well, the head scientist says that the conventional livestock production will soon be unable to meet global demands for meat. Yeah. So now oh. they're looking at ways to mm. have alternatives for protein sources, and this is one of them. Well, I think they did this, Lex, on Weekend Update, and Michael Che, Michael Che goes, how about a salad? Right, like, right. That's you know I mean? exactly. How about soybeans, please? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, mm. I'm not eating. Uh, that was funny. Butter pecan cricket. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I'm not, no, no, I have no, 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 no oh, desire. I might no. be the weird one, but I will definitely give it a try. Maggot sausage. Yeah, just take a bite and Christ. just see what it tastes like. I'm, There's, I'm curious now. 
No, I, I am I've not. had a lot of weird things too. You know, I've had worms and grasshoppers I mean, and I've all of cricket, that. But... And you've eaten, a, yeah. So no. I don't know. I'll just die first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not eating. Uh, you know what I mean? Right. I, I'm not. You know what it is, and I don't want to even say it again. I think part of the hiccup in my giddy up is the the name Ma- maggot. I don't even like saying <laughs> oh, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's you need to rename that the insect. Thing. Yeah, let's change its name first of all because I didn't maggot. I don't yeah. like that. <laughs> Can we call it itty bitty itty bitty worm or something? Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know. That's mm. yeah. We need a better problem. name for that's a good point, Jace. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible word. It's just mm. horrible. Mm. Uh, do we have to- last but not least? Yes, okay. I want to introduce you yeah. to the piano dog. So we have the keyboard cat. We have Nora the feline ivory tickler. They have paved the way for Buddy Mercury, who lives in Long Island. (laughs) Long Island. Ivory tickler? Okay. Yes, that is Nora. But this one, he just gets the piano dog. What a boring nickname. But he is known as the piano dog. He is self-taught. And I have a question for you two. Do you think he deserves his own Vegas residency? Oh, my God. Here is Buddy Mercury. He's a Beagle Basset Hound mix. Mm. And he is, well, he's doing all of the things that you hear now, playing the piano and singing. Here's Buddy. Dexter and Mr. Big doing right now. Oh, <laughs> they going crazy. Oh yeah, dogs are really going crazy. <laughs> oh, oh, he's well, sweet. What do you think, guys? This is better than some of the Cirque du Soleil shows I've seen in <laughs> Vegas. So. Oh my gosh, he really goes to town. He really wants to get his voice out there. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> what kind of dog is he's this? A Basset, uh, Beagle Basset Hound mix. Oh. Mm. Self-taught there. He was only playing with one paw. Really? Imagine when he raises both of them. Well, what was he doing? Oh. Uh, playing the violin with the other paw? <laughs> no, he... that one was just resting. <laughs> oh, okay. For, for the time being, he's probably just giving it a little bit, you know, until he gets his residency, and then he yeah, can yeah, he's gonna really go give a full show. <laughs> yeah, he's do gonna... the double piano like Alicia Keys. Maybe an he's opening gonna... act. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna open up for the Countess at the Mirage. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be Countess de la downstairs at Circus Circus. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, now see, yes, huh. you'd be great at Circus Circus. <laughs> sure. Yeah, a little sideshow. Oh, look, it's a piano playing dog. <laughs> yeah. You know? oh That'll bring gosh. the boys to the yard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was adopted, and they named him after Freddie Mercury when they realized that he does love to sing. And he has merchandise, too, guys, so you can get it. Of course he does. But all the proceeds go to support animal, animal shelters. So that's oh, pretty cool. that's cool. Of course he has merch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Oh, gosh. I just... And... and and he has a full album. Oh, we've got to figure out what this whole album is. There's well, more to that, that. I love that the story says, and you say, I love that he's self-taught. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, is there another way? I mean, I, you know. He could have had a pianist dog, pianist dog. That You have to be careful, careful. when you say that one. Yeah, you do. A mentor, yeah. you know, could have had a, a little, some piano lessons in his previous place of residence. Oh. Yeah. He could have had uh, like a. The beagle version of Liberace. <laughs> right, you know or I mean? a little dachshund going, all yeah. right, I got my long body. 
But look what I can do. Yeah, Liberoxins. Yeah, yeah. It's a dachshund that dresses up like Liberoxins. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would be perfect. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my God. Uh, you could get a lot. That would actually be fun. You have a lot of surface area there, mid body. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of sequins. Yeah. A lot. A lot. <laughs> if you have an animal story for Lex, just go to our show page, uh, hit the email, and bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, go ahead and email, and who knows, it, should, it could end up on a future installment of Alexis's Animal Kingdom. Uh, dear friends, neighbors, loved ones, uh, loved ones, neighbors, loved ones, My Talk World Seven One celebrates Mental Health Awareness Month in May, presented by Care Counseling. Millions of Americans are affected by mental health conditions every single year. My Talk, we wanted to highlight some information about mental health and share ways for you to get help, learn more, uh, and join us as we celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and basically get rid of the stigma of talking about it. Enter keyword May on our website. Uh, it is uh, 741. There's a lot of big entertainment stories popping today. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, Big Changes, just announced at CBS. And also, I think uh, you 7 o'clock friends deserve to cry like Don McLean. Uh, Adam Sandler just had a fantastic <sighs> SNL. We got to play the Chris Farley song again. Uh, oh, that so was just good. so good. Uh, plus, oh, Don. Dawn has a very sad story from Charlize Theron that'll make you go, oh, no, really? <laughs> uh, that and more when we return. Adam Sandler knocked it out of the park on SNL. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Italk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain. Uh, oh, yeah, it was so much fun. It was, so, it was one of the best episodes I've seen in a while. And as we all know, all of us know, SNL can be very hit and miss. Um, sadly, recently more misses than hits. Mm-hmm. But this was not the case, in my opinion. I loved, with the exception of maybe two or three skits, I laughed out loud, as did Colin, and he doesn't laugh at much, <laughs> uh, like entertainment wise. And it was just, and he doesn't even like Adam Sandler. He doesn't even like host Adam Sandler. Sean Mendez was the musical guest. Uh, I thought he did a great job. Um, Lex, did you like? Yeah, Mendes? I loved it too. Oh yeah, Mendez for sure. Yeah, he, he sang his new song, which was yeah. really fun. Um, my only beef with Saturday Night Live, and this episode was no different, is that the the skits they just keep going, mm-hmm. and at some point, the beginning it's so funny, and just cut your losses, and then maybe go to a recorded skit or bit or something, have another thing ready to go because sometimes they just drone on and on and then it just becomes not funny at all and that's what you remember. Um, But in general, though, uh, with Adam Sandler being back, it was just super funny. His monologue was hilarious. He talked about getting fired and then Chris Rock showed up and talked about getting fired (laughs) and then Pete Davidson came up and said, hey, yeah, I was fired and he's like, no, 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 you're good. But don't worry, you're about, be to, be. <laughs> you're about to be. It's coming soon, dude. It's coming yes. soon. Yes. Oh, and then of course the end was just beautiful <sighs> too. Yeah, we don't often play longer clips, uh, but we do when we think it's necessary, and and this is one of them. Especially, we know a lot of you are uh, in the sweet spot where you know Sandler and Spade and Farley. Uh, love it. Yeah, love it was toward the end, but uh, it was toward the beginning of the run. But uh, th- this was our generational sweet spot for SNL. And as you guys know, you know, we lost Farley in 97, 97, 98. And uh, Adam does this. And we heard from a my talker that said they've been to an Adam Sandler show 
And he's done this recently a few times where he sings the Chris Farley song. So mm-hmm. just know um, we're going to play it. And in the background, uh, as Adam is singing, are images of Farley. And it's just, it's beautiful. It speaks for itself. First time I saw me was sweeter than honey. Plaid jacket and belt too tight, and he wasn't even being funny. Then he cartwheeled around the room and slowed ass with a cleaning lady. He was a one-man party. You know I'm talking about, I'm talking about my friend Chris Farley. Whether you was the bumblebee girl or living in a van down by the river He loved the bears and did good dance at Chippendales with Swayze When they replaced his coffee with Folgers he went full on crazy The sexiest cap girl and me loaf in the band Without him there'd be no lunch lady in lunch lady land You know I'm thinking about Thinking about my boy Chris Farley After a show, we drink a quarter Jack Daniels, then stick the bottle right up his ass. <laughs> but hungover as hell, that Catholic boy always showed up to morning man. We tell him, slow down, you'll end up like Belushi and Candy. Said those guys are my heroes, that's all fine and dandy. I ain't making that stuff up, that's the truth about my boy, Chris Farley. In the office crying with his headphones on Listening to a Casey and the Sunshine Band song I said, buddy, how the hell is that making you so sad? Then he laughed and said, just thinking about my dad The last big hang we had was at Timmy Meadows' wedding party. We laughed all night long, all because of Farley. But a few months later, the party came to an end. We flew out to Madison to bury our friend. Nothing was harder than saying goodbye, except watching Chris's father have his turn to cry. Hey, buddy, let's moved on, but you still bring us so much joy. Make my kids laugh with your YouTube clips, oh, Tommy boy. Yeah. <laughs> and when they ask me who's the funniest guy I ever knew, I tell them hands down, without a doubt, it's you. Yeah, I miss hanging out 
watching you try to get laid But most of all I miss watching you torture spade You're a legend like you wanted but I still wish you were here with me And we were getting on a plane to go shoot Grown Ups 3 Yeah life ain't the same without you boy And that's why I'm singing about I'm singing about my boy Chris Farley and if we make enough noise, maybe he'll hear us. Give it up for the great Chris Farley. So good. I had yeah. to get through that without crying. <laughs> oh, uh, that oh. gets me. That just, oh, oh my gosh. So good because it's from the heart, you know it what really I mean? It really is. It's, it's just, you, you, and I think it's also because people just think of Sandler as being a goofball. So yeah. when you see him in this context, when you see him in, in this kind of position, kind of a vulnerable position, it's it's very sweet and sentimental. And yeah. yeah, it endears you to Adam, and and uh, yeah, I guess he it's, does it's, those that song at his shows too. This isn't yeah. the first time I, he performed it. We've had some my talkers email us and tweet us about that. Yeah, yeah. it's just so good. It's Ooh. just. Uh, he was. That was such a good cast, and it's shocking to know that NBC got sick of him and fi- wanted him fired. Told <laughs> told Lauren Michaels to fire him. Uh-huh. I mean, Colin couldn't believe that. Colin didn't know that little bit of SNL <laughs> trivia, and he's like the network. And I said, "Yeah, NBC <laughs> told Lauren get rid of him. They were sick of the high school esque antics, and they 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 didn't they didn't see the long view. They didn't they well, didn't he- see how that humor would be." Was, looked upon. Yeah, he was so funny about that in his monologue too. Afterward, he said, "Well, you know, I went on to make some mm, like four billion, so yes. uh, you know, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with my movies. Yeah, <laughs> I did pretty good. Yeah, yeah I did, I'm uh, good. I, I did well, but oh." <laughs> That old oh, lunch lady that I and the video of all the clips and Tommy boy. And I'm oh. just again, I was the perfect age for that. I mean, we were in high school and that cast was just I mean, Van Damme, the river and uh, opera man. Oh, opera man was really good, too. Adam <laughs> yeah. brought that character back out uh, for weekend update. And that was hysterical. I loved I loved that character of opera man. So it was just all around such a good episode. Um, from and then the Sandler family reunion skit, yeah, those are the the ones we're mentioning. Everybody, those are the ones. If you can't watch a full episode, look at the visual of what we just played. Watch the monologue. Yep. Watch Weekend Update for Opera Man and Sandler family reunion. Family reunion. Oh, and then so there's funny. a really goofy skit with Sandler and Kristen Wiig and and Kate McKinnon. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is off the rails. <laughs> like just insane. It's just so good. The Romano tours was pretty hilarious too. Oh yeah. Basically yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're sad at home, you're gonna be sad on vacation too. <laughs> yep. Yep. We can't totally. work miracles here. <laughs> so Lex had a family function this weekend and let's just say there was a hitch hic- hiccup in her giddy up plus I'll tell you the word I can't say and I'll tell you about my Taco Bell intervention when we come back <laughs>